Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign, Impossible Landscapes, by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as Working Agent Nero, and Ed as Working Agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. Yeah, everyone files out, files out the police tent. You're alone with you're alone with King Granger. Um, she yeah, she wasn't looking at bones. She was actually looking at um, it's like a piece of wood or or bark. It's about a foot long, sitting on the table. It looks it looks very old, and it's like it seems to be inscribed with symbols or glyphs or runes. It's hard to say. Um, are you both going to look at it? Yeah, please. You say uh, yeah. bark, as in like bark from a tree. Yeah, it's a piece of wood. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll. Uh, I'll take. I a know look, I shouldn't, please. but uh, I know he would. Yeah. Yeah. Can you both roll sanity for me, please? <laughs> of course. Oh yeah, I can. Oof. Eighteen under sixty-five. Ninety-five over sixty. Ooh. Agent Gonzo, um, you lose one point of sanity. That's okay. I can take that in the face. But you feel almost like sucked into the writing. Nice. You don't know. It looks like a language. It looks like writing. Right? Yeah. You don't know what it is. But just by looking at it, you have this strange sensation that the translation is like just on the tip of your tongue. Can I sort of reach out and try and like touch the, the carves and the carvings with my fingers? Yeah, you can you can touch it. Nothing nothing really changes when you touch it. Your your like language brain is firing, um, yeah. and you're already kind of sensing patterns within the carvings. Can I roll for the language? Um, it's not the language, but you feel like it might be some kind of like distant cousin. You kind of see some relations. Yeah, um, and you're filled with like a bit of a giddy excitement, and you get like a rush of endorphins. Um, and Kim, Kim sees you like looking at it and she says to you it's, it's fascinating isn't it it's not like anything I've seen before it's definitely writing of some sort look here the, the cross circles do you see how they repeat it's it's so familiar but I can't place it there's there's aspects of hmm, this is this is exciting then <laughs> he's just gonna <laughs> properly bury his face into it <laughs> when did you find it? Well, it was one of the first things they dug up um, uh, after the after the uh, after the gunfight. But um, well, then the bones the bones just kept coming, so it, it was put here, and no one's really bothered with it. But that's why they got me out here because I'm a linguistics linguistics professor. So they 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 called me out here. Gonzo's is gonna stand straight upright and be like, "Sorry, did you say?" gunfight and also you like languages as well there's a lot to talk about here guys <laughs> she looks at you strangely she says yes um the the gunfight the mr wilton and the police they had a gunfight here and he died as long with two police officers peterson focus uh, sorry there's a Yes, and he gets his little notebook out and he's like, yes, yes, gunfight, yep, I wrote that down, yep, sorry. And then he's just going to go back to uh, back to looking at the, the bark. So so this was, this must have been on the top layer of sediment, not, it was above the bones, yeah? And I don't think it was buried very deeply, no. But I, I, I'm not 100%, but I don't think so. And I, I know you weren't here, but do you know whereabouts in the... In the dig it was. Could you point out on this map? And he <laughs> gets out the map, the handle just goes. <laughs> yeah, she kind of... It, it's kind of near the tents on that on the right-hand side. Okay. So, um, the, the dig... Uh, do you remember me saying it was almost trench-like? Mm-hmm. It's just like a... Almost like a L 
that runs runs down the side of the dig site. But you, you also overheard someone saying that they they probably found so many bones that the trench just isn't just isn't working, and they're going to have to excavate the whole like whole just, back mm, side of the house. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We uh we heard that they they might stop the trench and just close it all off for a full excavation. Is that right? Yes, they probably they probably will since they keep finding bones. Hmm. And uh, before we got here, they they said it was animals and humans. Have you? Do you know if they've done any evaluation on the bones? Well, they've been they've been added all night. Um, some of these boxes in here, I think they've managed to put some together. Um, I think there's there's all sorts really, um, but I, I, I I'm not too sure. It's not my it's not my department. You see, um, I, I was called in to look at this. So uh, while sort of Gonzo, I imagine, sort of looks more and talks to the talks to Granger, do you, is it possible for me to have a cursory look over the bones to get an idea of what's going on? Sort of confirm what I've been told. <clears throat> you sure can. Um, yeah, give me... What's your archaeology at? 50. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you can... You, you can have a quick quick look at, uh, like, a couple of the boxes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it's definitely... They're kind of in different... Different ages, different states, if you know what I mean. Like, they're all decomposed to skeletons. But they've all been, like, a, over a set, over a, a long period of time. There's different, there's different types. Um, there's horses, um, sheep, cow, and yeah, there's there's one human as well. One human. Mm-hmm. So far. Kim, do we do we know how old this these bones are? Not without, um, like proper forensic investigation, you won't be able to look at the bones and say. Oh, they look thirty years old. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Kim, Kim Granger says, "I think we need to. I think we need to get this out of here." I have very high forensics. Could I take a just a quick gander at them to see if I can put a ballpark age on them? The bones. The bones. Sure. It's going to take you a little bit. Yep. I'm. Oh. That's uh, then I'm because you know, I'm green. I'm gonna look in the air and be like, look, I th- can I have a look at these for a minute? I think, you know, I've done a lot of reading in my days, and uh, I might be able to just, just roughly figure out what's going on here. Does not 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 what happened to them, but maybe how long they've been in the ground. Oh, I just have a, have a look, you know. It's Scottish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be my guest. Thanks, boss. I mean, Kevin. I mean, don't, I mean Nero. Don't, don't call me boss. <laughs> yes, sir. No. Um, sure, Ed. Do you want to roll forensics? Yes. And I rolled terribly. <laughs> Ninety-two over seventy. I'm so high. How do they fail? What did you roll? Sorry. Ninety-two over seventy. Oh, ninety-two. Yeah. Uh oh. It, it, it's a it's a long span you you can't tell you can't tell exactly but it's it's been over a, a long period of time not without proper lab examination are you going to be able to tell yeah uh oh, I'm, I'm sorry I, I thought i know what was going on here but there's it's too too decomposed okay who knows about this this uh bit of bark about the wood mm. um well they've been concentrating on the bones but I couldn't say for sure. Uh, we, uh, I have, um, I have a private office in York. We could, we could take it there, but it's a bad idea to leave it here. I think that they're busy with the bones right now, but someone's got, someone's going to get to it eventually. Aye. Yep. I think you're right. Where, where's your, uh, where's your office? And he gets his pen and paper out and gives a pen to write it down. I don't want to get, I don't want to get you too involved. Well, I'll, I'll have to come. I'll have to come with you. A week, and then he's got to lower his voice. Be like, "Are we stealing evidence from the police now?" I don't think this is part of their crime scene. I 
think it was just wrong place, wrong time. Oh, oh, this is, this is exciting. He's going to do like a little <laughs> jiggy, little, little wiggle of excitement. Nero flashes him a look of refocus. This is serious shit. He's got, he's got, he's got to take it and sort of stand up like straighter than he's been stood up all day, and just sort of like stern his face up, probably too stern, and just look serious. Look like he's a almost like if you were pretending to be a bouncer. That's how he's going to just pull that pose. Is there anything in the room that could be used to wrap it? Sure. Yeah, sure. There's there, there'll be like not not a plastic bag, but maybe some like plastic sheeting. Yeah. Are there any high vis coats? Yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of high vis high vis jackets. Yeah. Like the big ones, like the big. Yeah. Also, ones. also remember, it's only about a foot long, so it's only um, it's only about thirty centimeters. I've yeah. got to pop it in the Discord. Here you go. You can have a look. It looks kind of like this. Okay. Cool. So. um looks like loads of tiny little crop circles on a bit of bark. Yeah, there's some like circles with, with, with crosses through, there's there's almost stars, triangles, I can X's, read this fluently. squiggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Nero's just going to wrap it in something to keep it water, like sort of water protected. Um, put on a high-vis traffic jacket or a bomber, um, something that will hide, hide it a bit better if it's mm -hmm padding out do it up and um, just say right let's go we'll come back tomorrow if we need to we need to look in that house at some point but we need to get this out Gonzo you with me? yep yep with you and ready in and Kim? out Kim are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so we're parked, just, just south of the uh, cordon, on the other side of the, the dirt tra track from the press. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I go, if I go first, and then um, you, you can follow me. Okay. If anyone stops us, say we'll be back tomorrow. You're obviously you've been here for a very long time. You need to get some rest. And we've been driving for the last six, seven hours. We're hoping that the rain will let up, and we'll come back for fresh tomorrow. That's our story, yeah? Okay, sounds good. Gonzo? Yep, yep. That's, uh, that's, then, I mean, I can definitely tell the truth. It's been a long day. <laughs> Nero wants to slap Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's fall from grace is going to be great when he starts to see some shit. Um, Kim says, hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. And she ducks out of the tent. Uh, follow her immediately. Cool. No, I'll just uh, shadow, shadow Nero. You come out of the tent and back into the uh, back to the pouring rain. Uh, you can see the officers are still struggling to erect a tent over the over the dig site. Um, you start to walk down down the road towards your car, um, and Chief Constable Bob King sees you leaving. And um, he says, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, lads, hurries up to you. Sorry, uh, Nero sort of says to Kim, um, uh, I'll see you later, and um, would it have central locking at that point? I don't think it would, would it? No. A car. 95. I mean, is it a new Mondeo? Maybe. But if it was a standard Mondeo, no. It, it wouldn't be expensive. Maybe we said we're, oh, we gave a description of where we're parked and we're parked alone, so maybe she just goes there, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. She's Bob, she's Bob got King. her own car. She's going to be, she's she, you're going to be following her in her car. Oh, uh, okay, right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, oh, I see you've met Miss Granger. Um, you've seen the site now, correct? What's your opinion on these bones? It's a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I think what we need, we need some forensic uh, analysis of the uh, the age of them to really get a bigger picture. Don't you agree? Uh, and at that moment. A corruption, uh, a corruption, <laughs> a commotion erupts from the cordon where the press is gathered. A man has slipped past the police officers and he's like tearing towards Chief Constable King. Um, he's got long hair and a short beard. He's around 30 years old and he's holding a camcorder and he's wearing a t-shirt that says 
www.themonarchyalizardpeople.co.uk <laughs> and he's screaming he's screaming some kind of nonsense like Bob King Bob King, the evidence here suggests the work of a Moloch-worshipping cannibal serial abuser. What is the British state hiding? We have a right to know. Uh, can I attempt to tackle him? <laughs> Aren't you holding the, uh, the bit of wood? You know what? Can, oh, I, I, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, can I just turn around and I'm just going to do one of my karate kicks. I'm going to stick my leg out like a sidekick. <laughs> I'm going to catch him in the gut. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, roll unarmed. Yes, six under sixty. Whoa, sixty. Yeah, you you do like a roundhouse kick, and like <laughs> you hit him straight on the jaw, and he just like <laughs> slams to the ground in the mud, and the camcorder goes flying, uh, and like officers rush over and kind of flip him over and arrest him. And Chief Constable King goes, "Oh bloody hell, we'll get on the wrong side of you, lad." And I'm just gonna silently look at him, like pop my collar, and just like nod, and that's it. Well, are you off then? You won't uh, we'll be... very long. Well, I don't think you really want to be here either. We're hoping the rain will let off a little bit and we'll come back with fresh eyes tomorrow. We've just driven up from London, so... Well, as much as I hate the place, you know. Work's work. Our plan is come back come back tomorrow at some point. And, uh, Chief Constable, if it's not too much hassle, I'd like to see the uh, file on that, that gentleman. You know, I'll... I'm a bit concerned about national security if he's running around here like that. Who, Wilton? Or this guy? This this crazy fool. Uh, I'll see what I can gather. Thank you very much. You know what? I'll bring you a coffee tomorrow morning. Alright, you're on. Then and I'm just uh, going to lean uh, in and quietly mm-hmm. behind, behind the ear like, maybe we should get that file on Wilton as well? Yes. Yes. Go on. Say it loud. Speak up. Then I'm just gonna clear my throat back. <clears throat> All right, lad. Uh, can we also get the file on Bolton, please? All right, sure. No, uh, no worries. Mighty guide. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> why is why is why See, when he came in, he just he just copied Nero. So for some reason, he felt like he needed to be northern towards this man. So he just <laughs> northern accent. I just wanted to fit in. It's all part of the espionage. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Cool. You quickly hustle out to your hustle out to your car, and you can see you can you can see Kib leaving. Um, uh, you can follow her. Yeah. Um, it takes it takes roughly half an hour or so to get into York. Oh, sorry, no. It takes about an hour because you you've got to get off the moors and then you get onto the A1. You can go down. You follow her to a small office just on the outskirts of York Town Centre. And it's a quiet private office on top of a dentist. Her sign says Kim Granger, M-R-E-S-D-L-I-T-T. Um, and you'll know that that means a master's in um, research and a doctorate of literature, I think, or a doctor of letters. So she's, um, she's pretty well skilled. She's got no friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, she's she's waiting for you outside. Um, she, she kind of ushers you into her to her office. It's it's quite nice actually. Um, it's quite spacious. She's got like a sofa and some chairs in one corner. Uh, one wall is completely covered with a bookcase. She's got all sorts of books in there, um, and then she's got quite a plush plush desk on the other side of the uh, other side of the room. She like she says, "Have you have you have you have you got it?" Uh, yeah, he he pulls it out of the. Um, the jacket he sort of kept it on on his person at all times he hasn't even put it down in the car mm-hmm. um, and he takes it out of the jacket unwraps the plastic and places it on her desk cool she she snaps it up and, and puts it in a drawer and locks it um, she looks kind of furtive and a bit maybe uncomfortable and she keeps glancing at the drawer where she stowed the tablet um, and she says well what, what happens now do, do you call someone or I'm afraid, Miss Granger. We are the cavalry. <laughs> that was a fantastic line. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Can I roll uh, something to look at, sort of deem a little bit more perception on her glancing? Um, you can roll human. 
human. 37 under 50. Nice. Um, she she looks she looks uncomfortable for it to maybe be in her office, but she wants uh, it looks like she wants to get it out again and have another look. But she's she's unsure of what to do. She's waiting for you to kind of take the lead. I'll I walk over to Nero. I say, look, now it's safe. Let's let's have another look at this, shall we? One more look this evening. And Miss Granger, have you got a second key to that drawer? Sure, sure. Um, she hands you a second key. Thank you very much. I'm just speaking from some some personal experience. The things we're discovering may corrupt us in some way. So we need plan B's and plan C's. Is that understood? We need to look after each other. Yep, yep, as one team, as one team. Maybe we should maybe we should just leave it uh, 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 and go back out to the site tomorrow. You you can you can stay at mine. I I have some spare rooms so I can sleep on the sofa. I mean, let's just have a quick peek. Come on. There's I mean, this is a once in a lifetime thing that we're looking at. We could be looking at a language that doesn't fit into any of the five types of Gonzo. languages. Gonzo. Oh. Why do you want to have another peek? Why, why would you not? This is something beyond our comprehension. This is exciting. It may be, but we don't know what it does. I mean, isn't that why it's exciting? To you. Then he's just gonna look a little bit, a little bit put in his place and be like, oh, "Fuck, you know what? This is. You've done this before. You." If you, if you call him the shop, you call him the shop. Look, I'm, I'm sorry, both of you. I don't mean to be firm, but the last time I, I helped out these, these people, uh, well, it didn't go so well for my partner, and you know. I, they looked after him as best they could, so as far as I'm aware, he's okay. But what he saw, I don't want you guys to to experience. Cautious and decisive. Okay, and he's very like uh, emotional about it. Like he doesn't want to cry. He doesn't cry in public. He's of that sort of generation, but he. You can sort of see yeah. the the tears forming in his eyes, but they don't actually run. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, yeah, so Gonzo just picking up on this, and he's just, you know, he's awkward, but he's not awkward enough to know when to shut up. So he's just going to just gonna silently nod and just sort of side-eye at Kim, as in like, oof, this has turned pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Uh, Kim, will, Kim will say... Well said. Maybe we should just get get some space from it tonight. Let's let's go and get a kebab, and we'll go back to mine, and we'll we'll hit the hay, and then we can we can come tomorrow and get some fresh eyes, or or go back to the site, or whatever. Yeah. So, small injection. Can you describe Kim as a character, please? I describe her. Yeah. So, like physical appearance and sort of personality that we're picking up on. So she, she's a woman of uh, Asian descent. Yeah, she's got like short um, bob style cut. It's like hair that comes down to just just to her neck. Um, she's dressed in like a business casual, so it's like a almost like a, a grey kind of uh, trousers and jacket with a white shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, she 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 looks very tired. How old is she? Um, she's forty forty five. She's she's done a little bit, but she's she's very well established. For you can tell by yeah. uh, the the office and the the letters after her name. Um, so she's quiet, but she's quite timid as well. Mm. Um, but you can tell she's very clever. Yeah, because you, you're just describing like one of Gonzo's dream women with his uh, <laughs> his, his mother issues and the linguistics. It's uh, mm. it's firing boxes, and he's had an exciting day. He's just like, Ooh. oh, good lord! You know, this is the best day ever. 
I've been <laughs> thrust into this adventure where where alien languages and women exist and he's uh yeah he's having a great time <laughs> women exist yeah just women in general just <laughs> his, his bar isn't high that he's trying to yeah, get obviously over. yeah, yeah weird, exactly. weird karate nerd yeah he's uh he's having a great time how far away does uh does she live from her office i imagine not too far no it's only 15 minutes yes okay let's uh Let's go get a kebab. I'll tell you what, I need a brew. <laughs> After the day we've just had. Yeah, I need a brew, need a brew. <laughs> I so much thought he said poo. And I was like, fuck me, this guy's forward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring it down. Yeah, I really yeah. need a poo. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, you you file out of the office and she, she locks the door again. Um, uh, can, I, uh, can I sort of monitor the, her process for locking? Um, he is gone... Uh, Nero is sort of aware that anything could happen in the next 24 hours or even 48 hours and mm-hmm. if we need to get back in this building where does she leave the key uh, is it one one lock is there an alarm that sort of thing there's not an alarm there's one lock on the door that she locks uh, and she takes the key with her yeah. um, <clears throat> and then it and then you go down some like exterior stairs um, and there's a big metal grate uh, great a big metal gate with um uh, like a keypad lock. Yeah. Um, that uh, when when you when you turned up, she punched the code into, um, and then leaving it locks automatically behind you. Okay, so we just didn't catch that bit. No. Okay, fine. King kebab, you pile into. What's your order, Jordan? Um, uh, kebab, everything on top. Uh, um, mint, yogurt. Cultured man there. That's me. That is my personal order. <laughs> what about you, Ed? Uh, he's going to have a, a a chicken sheesh, uh, and then he's Ooh. just going to ask for just lettuce, and then maybe a little bit of ketchup. That's okay. Fair enough. Kim Granger also gets chicken she- chicken sheesh. I bet she gets more than ketchup. She gets all the sauces and all the salad. Oh, that's a sauce explosion you don't want in your mouth. That's awful. <laughs> She's too adventurous for gone. No. Not I, I mean not all the sauces. I mean she gets like chili and the like yeah. garlic mayo or whatever it is. Not not literally all the sauces I, the kebab house has. Small interjection. <laughs> when I was very hungry over in Manchester, a guy gestured saying, What sauce do you want? And I, I thought I was like, I'll have all of the salad. And instead he gave me all of the sauces. So uh, <laughs> oh, from no. experience I can uh, let you know it's fucking awful. <laughs> it's more like soup. It was it was grim. It was essentially yeah, mustard yeah. mixed with garlic mayo mixed with I don't even know what the other one was like ranch or something. Ugh. It's Rough. always so depressing, isn't it, when you get takeaway food and it's really bad because you paid so much money for it and you're like, oh yeah. my god. I was so hungover. So as well. demoralizing. It was the closest I've come to crying in a kebab shop in a long time. They have to roll sanity after that kebab. <laughs> <laughs> I would have failed that check. Helplessness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you grab your kebabs um, and head back to Kim's house. Um, she she has quite a nice house actually. It's a detached house um, on the outskirts of York proper in the suburbs. Um, it's obvious she lives alone though. When you get in there, um, cats everywhere. Cats everywhere. <laughs> There's two cats. Yep. Um, they kind of like prowl around the table while you're. Um, while you're eating the kebab. Worst thing is, Jordan, she's only got PG tips. Oh. 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 He's flipped the table. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even dr- I don't even drink tea. I'm going off my brother because my brother hates PG tips. So <laughs> I hear PG tips are bad. Yorkshire tea all the way. Yorkshire tea all the way, yeah. Um, can I ask a question? And if, if we don't know the answer, perhaps um, uh, Nero will ask her. Uh, do we know the, the reason for the gunfight? The tabloid reason for the gunfight. Yes, there was uh, a missing walker, um, a missing like rambler that was last seen in that kind of vicinity. Okay. So the police were just kind of going round and asking, asking round, and obviously it's quite, it's quite a barren area. There's not much about, but they went to just just talk to just talk to him about it, um, and he lost his. He, Lost his rag, didn't even speak to them. Just shot out of the uh, out of the shed right at them, um, instantly killing one of the police officers. Mm-hmm. And then the other one kind of took took cover while he called in 
the armed police and then the armed police turned up and um, he threw open the door and shot another shot another armed policeman before he was in turn shot by them okay okay that's a a a believable story yeah yeah but false I I also I also did make it up but (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it's believable (laughs) um cool any anything else you'd like to like to talk about over dinner or anything else before you go to bed or is it just a kind of oh yeah let's tuck in oh no I Michael's intrigued so over dinner as he's eating his his plain ketchup kebab this is going to turn to Kim back oh. so Kim top three languages go oh wow um hmm probably Inuit Mm. And I'm nodding along that's like enthusiastically I really like Thai and probably Spanish and then he's just gonna like probably overly dramatically stop mid-mouthful of like did you <laughs> <laughs> Mi- <laughs> Mi- amo. <laughs> Mi- amo no, no, continue <laughs> yeah go on mate <laughs> no acetable por favor <laughs> There's not acceptable, Damn. please. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point to the orange juice of like manzana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Donde esta la biblioteca, Pedro? No, he's uh, you know, he's so impressed, and he just goes off on one a bit in 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 Spanish about uh, you know how he studied Spanish for so long, uh, and then he forgets midway through that this. He's almost talks about how he's a teacher. Then he's like, "Oh no, no, no! Yep, just a, just study, uh, a student of language." He'll call himself. Mm. I can imagine Nero's just just quietly eating his kebab and like wondering how he's got himself in this situation. N- Nero's doing exactly what I'm doing while they're chatting away. He's at the table having some food and writing uh, potential leads for investigation. Yeah, um, getting on with it. Uh, this is the, what exactly what his partner did when he was sort of green in the field. Um, he would just take everything very seriously. His old partner was um, had had a few operations under his belt. Nice. So everyone, um, everyone retires for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. She has. She has two. She actually has two spare bedrooms. So. Um, uh, one has a bed, but the other bedroom um, has a futon. It'll pull out futon. Um, who's getting the futon? I will opt into the futon. I can see that, you know, a man my senior who looks tired. So I'll say, uh, sir, uh, as you drove, it's only only fair that I, I take the futon. Thanks, lad. Tomorrow we'll swap. Oh, it's fine. I don't like sleeping in other people's sheets anyway, so it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Can't have a man that old sleeping on a futon. His back will be all out tomorrow. He slept on worse. Yeah, I bet. Gonzo. Yes. You are awakened in the middle of the night by Kim Granger. Uh, and she shakes you awake and she's really, really close to your face. And she says... You felt it too, didn't you? When you looked at the tablet? It's like nothing I've ever seen before. We can figure it out. We can read it. Come on, let's go down now and do it. Then he's going to literally put his hands inside the bed and sort of sit himself up. Like, oh, this is... Oh, yes, yes. I, it's, I just don't... I, my brain can't comprehend, but somehow it's so familiar. And he's got to stand up and sort of uh, go to put his, his socks on because uh, he's not a monster and he takes him off to sleep and <laughs> as he's doing so he's just going to stop like no wait we need to get we need to get Nero I mean we need to get Kevin no 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 he won't understand you saw him when he looked at the tablet he didn't get it he's not like us we're different I mean you're right but you saw how how emotional he got about about what was going on earlier maybe Maybe we should listen to him on this one. He won't let us. If we just sneak out here, we'll, we'll go and have a look and we'll come back in the morning and he'll never know. 
If he comes, he's going to ruin everything. I thought you liked me. Oh, <laughs> hit me in the feels straight away. Yes, I, of course, you know, you're another scholar of language. It's a... Uh, uh, look, okay, look, we'll go for five minutes, okay? Five minutes, and then we just turn around, come straight back. I think that's all we're going to need. <laughs> then he's, come on, uh, come on, come on. He's fine. He's... Just watch out for the watch out for the second floor, second uh, second stair. It's squeaky. Okay, okay, okay. And then he's just gonna get himself dressed. But as he as he's on the the way out, he's actually intentionally gonna stand on the second stair and just sort of like look at Kim and just like grimace, like, oh, oops. <laughs> um, don't ever make that noise again. Oh. <laughs> Um, roll Jordan, roll awareness Four under twenty Okay Oof. Alertness, I guess Not awareness y- Yeah, sorry, alertness, yep Okay, um, you think you hear something and It he- kind of rouses you a little bit <gasps> And he uh, Blinks re-establishes where he is and um, gets up to go towards the bathroom because he's an old man and needs a piss in the middle of the night. So he goes <laughs> He goes to the, the hallway. Um, does he, would, he, would he pass them? Yeah, Kim, Kim's like furiously motioning you to get downstairs, Ed. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do like a, you know that, that movement you do when you're crossing a road? And the car's coming, and you sort of look like you're moving faster, but somehow you stay the same speed as walking. <laughs> I'm just going to do that sort of like oh, just gesture that you're moving a little bit faster, but realistically continue at walking pace down the stairs. Okay, the second bedroom door opens, um, and Agent Nero comes out and sees you both. Where? Look, there's only one good answer about why you're going out, out, out of your beds, and that's to go downstairs and fuck. If it's not that, get back in, because you better not be going back to that bark, I swear to fucking God. Then I'm just going to shoot a look at Kim, like, uh, almost like a child that's been scolded, and like, a bit like a, I don't know what to say to him. (laughs) No, no, we were just, we were just up talking. And then I'll I'll turn around like, did you know that? The Inuits have nine words for the snow, but no words <laughs> for love. Boo! <laughs> I tell you what, Gonzo, I've got one foot word for you. Bed. Like a dog. <laughs> and then this is not happening. He's uh, he's in he's in two minds. The adrenaline's pumping, but he knows that he's he stood in that step for a reason. And he's uh, he's just going to turn back. Kim, maybe we should uh, just continue our conversation tomorrow when all of us are there I'll be honest Miss Granger the way that you were looking at that drawer earlier has led me to con- with some concerns how long have you been looking at that bark how long have you been investigating it well I was just I was I've been at the site since yesterday that's all can I roll a uh, human to see if she's in the trees sure Uh, six under fifty. Ooh, um, yeah, it looks like she's telling the truth, and and it makes sense because um, it's not been a crime scene for that for that long, and for them to then find the tablet and then call her in from York, it makes sense that she's only been there for you know round about a day. Okay, so she's probably got there the at eight a.m. when we where we met Tom, that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. Look, he's really struggling. He's struggling to sort of to c- describe his frustration with the scenario because he he understands there might be something going on between the bark, but he doesn't understand it emotionally. Yeah. But he's trying to be empathetic because he knows he can't push away. He doesn't know yeah. exactly though. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's all just. Size like really dramatic. Like, let's just all go to bed. I'm so embarrassed. 
We'll, t we'll talk tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and he goes uh, for a piss. Because <laughs> he needs one. Because <laughs> he needs one, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Everyone kind of goes back to bed. House settles down for the night. Um, he, he stays awake um, in bed, though, for maybe half an hour or so, just to yeah. listen. Cool. You don't hear anything. Maybe you hear... Um, Maybe you hear Gonzo snoring. Yeah. And imagine it's a snore like... Waka waka. I know that's Fozzy Bear. Uh. Oh, what time do you set your alarm for in the morning? Uh, he doesn't set an alarm. He's always up at 6.30 every morning. He's up with the sun. Well, I'm not. So um, yeah, I didn't I didn't pack an alarm clock or anything like that. I uh, I was not prepared for that. So I, you know, he normally wakes up early, but only because he is forced to by the the brash alarm noise. So he's just gonna sleep in longer than he usually would. Mm -hmm. um, if if um, Nero is up before uh, Kim, would he have a po possibility to? sort of you know get changed um he has a change of trousers but no change of shirt in his and they're like walking trousers in his bag um but um would he have an opportunity to search downstairs for uh a spare key for the house for the office sure sure thing um you yeah you do get up before her um her door's closed um you can you can sneak downstairs you want to roll a search for me yeah Two under sixty. You've been rolling rocks. Yeah. Have I? Christ. I did ninety eight and ninety nine. So. Yeah. Then you've got like a six, a five, and a two or something. It's been wild. Um, we're gonna have to get dice cams, Jordan. Yeah. You. Yeah. You managed to find maybe kind of hidden away, maybe in like a uh, like a pot on the counter. It should be a cookie jar, but it's like um, it's just got a key in. Um, and it looks kind of the same kind of key as she used on the office door. Okay. He um he pops it inside his sock. Okay. Uh, yeah. He is very aware of uh, uh, having access to the asset. Mm-hmm. Because okay, she might be uh, she might be a friendly now, but um, she might not be in uh, a year, uh, oh, you know, three days time. Yep. Yeah, lovely. You've got the key. Do you want to wake? Um, do you want to wake? Wake Gonzo up. Yeah, he um, he wakes him up with a with a cup of tea, um, as best he can make it with Tetley, with PG. Sorry. Lovely. You're taking the cup of tea upstairs, and you're just rounding um, the corner to go up the stairs, uh, and you notice out the front, um, Kim Granger's car isn't there, and he just spills the tea as he drops his, the mugs and just goes for fuck's sake uh, he just puts them on the floor and knocks on the door uh, where Gonzo is staying, opens it and says get dressed now she's gone then Gonzo's like uh, what, 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 what no I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up she's not here lad she's gone Gonzo where is she? Uh, look, about last night, she um, she she came to me and asked if we can go and look at the bark, just so we could learn a bit more, so we could tell you about tomorrow. That's all. Nothing, nothing sinister. I'm sure she's just gone to have a look. Well, what time is it? It's, what time would it be? Like eight o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, or even or even like seven seven thirty or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He um. He gives him a couple of minutes to get dressed and sort of rushes him, rushes Gons out the door to to go there. He knows one hundred percent that he's. There's two places that she's gone. It's uh, back to the um, back to the camp, uh, to the excavation or or her office. Um, yeah. And the assumption he, he he's got is that it's the office because of the conversation that happened last night. Yeah, yeah. As he uh, as he gets in the car, uh, 
Gonzo just goes, look, Kim is not going to be happy about all that tea on her carpet throw. You, uh, <laughs> we should probably just like mop it up a little bit before we leave. He just puts it in first and drives. <laughs> He's like tun- tunnel vision right now. This- yeah. Like, there's a lot going on in his head. He's he's, he's actually more concerned. He's he's more concerned about her safety as a human rather than the operation right now. So on yep. on the way, you know, Gonzo's just going to be like throwing out reasons why they like basically just digging out and making up reasons why she might be there. It's like maybe you know, we don't know what her schedule is. Maybe she had to get to the office for a client meeting. We don't actually know what this woman does. Maybe she has clients. We don't. You know, she. It doesn't always have to be about the. Uh, you know the the asset. Uh, it could just be that she's interested and she's got to learn something else. Maybe, Gonzo. Tell me honestly, when you looked at that bit of wood, how did you feel? I felt something come over me and I I, I shook it off. How did you feel? He's just gonna sort of stare at the dashboard a little bit and just like try and comprehend what happened yesterday. He's like, I, I don't think I can tell you because I don't know how to describe it. There was something that hasn't been there before. And then he's just gonna sort of stare out the window a little bit. Oh yeah. Are you drawn to it? Do you, do you need it? Do you want to destroy it? Do you want to give it to someone? What what do you want? What do, what is it? I just want to look at it, Kevin. It's I mean, just, it could break everything I know about language. It could break everything anyone knows about language. It's we need to look at it some more. I, we need to study this thing. Look. I haven't told you why the section got hold of me, have you? Have I? I just assumed that this was your job, if I'm completely honest, Ken. <laughs> no. It was about five years ago, and I was at a dig. I found some bones, and we all thought, oh, you know, human bones, let's see who this is, someone famous, blah, blah, you know. Maybe it's hit me, maybe it's Richard the Third, the third you know. The rumours that he's buried in Leicester somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then we found some more bones. And he's saying all this while driving. And then we found some more bones. And we thought... Pterodactyls. No. Pterosaur? And then people kept leaving the site. And then we found... The only thing I can think of way to describe it was I found an angel I found a winged human no one believed me no one believed me people left people stopped talking to me and then one day I came back came back to the site and it was gone and no one ever mentioned that, Dig. All the journals, journals they deleted, or deleted all the posts. Didn't publish anything. And my concern is that something, something as strange and demonic, or even angelic, could be linked to that, that bit of wood. Hey. For all I know, that could be the the language of the gods. Yeah? Yeah? But it could also be the language of the devil. And my concern is... That Miss Granger... If she opens, realises how to speak it... Could... Could open up... Something that she wished she'd never opened up. And then he just stops talking and then... Just continues to drive. Isn't that a Simpsons episode? That is 100% <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> That is a Simpsons episode. But also a fantastic backstory. Yes, well done. Yeah. Nice. Well played. Well played. Um, so, 95, The Simpsons would be airing by now. 
so hmm. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> he's Gonzo's just gonna look out the uh, the window and it's just, just gonna be uncharacteristically quiet about this and just sort of just yeah. take it in yeah I mean the story takes you to takes you to the office anyway um you pull up and, and, and jump out I'm sure you're in a rush um the metal the metal gate that leads up the stairs do you remember the code uh we didn't get the code no you didn't um, um is there a way to jump over it well do you both want to roll luck for me to begin with luck. oh yeah boy uh, luck. luck oh sorry luck's just 50 50 so, so under. Um, you're looking yeah. yeah looking for 51 or under yeah 27 oh, under 50 16 under oh, you 50 both, um, you both kind of think uh, uh, and organize with each other uh, uh, and relay the memories and be like oh yeah it was this and it's like you know one two three four whatever <laughs> <laughs> you managed to crack the code well done nice fool <laughs> never do one two three four <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Four, three, uh, two, you run one. Up the door. The password of God. Run up to the door. Uh, the door's locked. Luckily, Jordan's got the. Oh, sorry, Nero's got the key. Unlock it. Unlock the door. Uh, open the door. King Granger's nowhere to be seen. But the tablet is on her desk, and there is blood splattered all over the desk, all over the floors, and all over the walls. Okay, um, I rushed to and we'll pick it up there next time. Oh, <laughs> it's got you, you fuckers. <laughs> nice. So, cool. Kim is missing. Blood everywhere. Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com.